This is Kevin Gaither, and I am your host today. It's been a long time. I know. We've had a lot going on. So, I am so thrilled to be back, and back at it. Today, what are we doing? We are debating inflation with blamers. Sounds like a winning day, doesn't it, everybody? <laughs> So why in the world would we want to be doing this? I'll tell you this. If you are not engaging with people that you seriously disagree, then you really don't have a conviction to learn about your fellow people and fellow positions because there is always room to learn. So let's get into this, right? Because I rather enjoy mixing it up with folks on social media. You know, you learn a lot about your own positions and opinions when you do this. But you also can learn a lot about the motivations and leanings of people you grew up with. Your neighbors, your family, your friends. And hopefully, if you conduct yourself well in a way that you see more humanity and not only all of them but in yourself as well. And that's what's key here. When you debate, always try and see humanity in people. No matter how vilified they try to make you. You know, I actually had somebody over the weekend just plumb, just yell at me for a good 20 minutes or so, twice. I came back for another round on a different issue, had nothing to do with inflation either, either time. But um, it was just, you know, sometimes just let people have at it. I know I can be quite the lightning rod considering my history. So sometimes this was what happens. And they think that they're having a conversation, which is hilarious. So let's get into it. So first, you have to realize you're not on social media to change anyone's opinion. You know, uh, we're just not there. 
to do that. You know, that's not my objective at all anyways. I understand it. Maybe what I say resonates with someone. Probably not that someone that I'm actually engaging with. Maybe it doesn't. Hopefully, I'll come away from every exchange learning something new. I usually do, because I research every angle I can find on an issue. Sometimes it ends up never making it into a comment or even into a post. However, it does remain in my memory. Somewhere. I mean, sometimes I may take a bit to remember, but it's in there somewhere. Also, I know that very few people are going to be hearing my perspective anywhere else but where I present it, um, which is... You know why I do it. For that reason alone, it is a great idea to funnel that out into the world. Most rural Democratic supporters, hell, most people these days, don't even connect anything they do, say, or even believe to a set of principles, values, and morals that are directly linked to the U.S. Constitution, a deep connection to their community, lessons from our shared history, and a commitment to results and accountability. Those four links, I call them the legs of the table. You know, those four links, constitution, community, history, and accountability, are the four legs upon which a stable democracy can grow and where freedom and liberty thrive. And I'd say that is a great place uh, for us as a nation, as culture, to begin to revisit ourselves. We have to start somewhere. Currently, the issue in our nation is that most people only have two or less of these legs in their politics and lives. And a lot of people use some of these links like a mask instead of a leg. So their table just falls right apart. It is important to explore where a person is coming from when they're talking to you, or if they're really just regurgitating some simplistic talking points they've heard throughout their lives. Side note. Now, uh, this shows how easy it is for someone to almost intentionally not understand one word you use. Now, this is a moment I'm going to just kind of tear out of um, one of my days and actually... I was writing this whole article here that I'm reading um, uh, out of a whole day, right? And lots of things were happening that day. Um, and um, I happened to be on, I think it was a Mary Miller um, post, you know, God bless her. And I used the words controlling and truth in one of my distilled down comments on on one of her posts. And you just can't use those types of words without a lot of context. And that's why sometimes when I get uh, very distilled in my commentary, it can be, get lost in translation. You know, it can lead to someone making you know, these accusations. Uh, and it was all in one paragraph, which is quite amazing. So let me quote him. Do you mean children should be out of control? Do you think kids shouldn't be taught anything? Do you believe in discipline and self-control? Self-respect? 
And then there's two sentences later, the same person, you know, it's the same comment, goes, then this, you seem to have accepted completely the idea that the state should take all responsibility for kids upbringing away from parents, while the parents sit meekly on the sidelines and take whatever the state dishes out. Now, isn't it interesting? When you look at those two ways that he caricatured myself, they're complete opposites. So it is this is the kind of the idea I was pointing out earlier. People have these broken ideas of each other. And they do this on purpose almost. They want you to fail. They want to paint you as that failure. And that's how they communicate. That's how they debate people because they want to win. <laughs> they want to win even if it's not actually you that they're winning against. They're actually debating a weakened version of themselves, apparently. So that brings us to debating inflation with Blakemars, you know. It's a wonderful exploration of inflation with folks that I thought would be a bit fun to share. Uh, you know, I'm not going to share any of the names because that really doesn't matter. I'm not here to embarrass people. You know, probably embarrassing myself, which is fine. Hopefully somebody will learn not to do this or to do it better, uh, hopefully. Um, you know... I run into people all the time that cannot stand to listen to anyone that has a different opinion than their own. And, you know, that's why with that gentleman uh, the other night, you know, he just wanted to listen, have at me about some, some various issues. He did not want to hear anything else. And, you know, he wasn't capable of listening. So why in the world would I even bother offering anything? just didn't make sense. So I just listened. Just completely 100% listened to it. And um, if, you, if they do hear a different opinion, they get very angry very fast. And I didn't want that person to get any angrier than he already was. You know, and that's a problem. So I don't understand the logic of not wanting to hear somebody else's opinion. You know, especially something that's different. You know, there's an emotional logic, though, to what they're that perspective to only hear what you want to hear, that what you already agree with. Um, but I don't understand it. I don't understand the spiritual principles that would bring someone to become so incensed so quickly. You know, I certainly used to, but I had to explore myself and my intentions and expectations and wanting to have it my way. And I didn't like it. You know, it's similar to a child touching a hot stove and burning themselves. You would think a person at some point in their adult lives will learn how to regulate their emotional responses to stimuli. You know, learn how to regulate. They should at least anticipate encountering um, some amount of frustration or people with different opinions than their own in their daily lives. But to no avail, they do not. They just want to hear they already believe. It's all about reassurance. Hmm. And often, these are the same people that know very little, if any, 
about any specifics, any principles, any foundation, let alone any scrap of information whatsoever that led to their own opinion. Now, that's not always the case. You know, like over the weekend, that guy was very passionate about these uh, one of the issues. And um, he did know a lot about certain aspects of it, but that's it. Um, yeah. Just because we know one particular angle on an issue doesn't mean that it's the only way to look at it. That's what I've, I've learned. You know, that implies it's not their opinion at all, though. In this case, when people don't have any um, actual information to offer, when pressed on any topic, instead of learning something new about it, which is what I always am after, they just go to the next talking point in their mental Rolodex. And how tragic is that? I think it's very tragic. We have all seen this play itself out again and again and again. It's sad. A person has to really work hard to become truly informed. I mean, it's really tough because information evolves over time, you know, especially something like what's going on in Ukraine. That's an evolving situation. Like our economy is always changing, you know. Um, we have to keep up to date if we want to be informed. We can't just keep repeating the same bullshit. It's harder now than it was half a decade ago, too, to get re really good, up-to-date information. The internet is just chock full of bullshit. So I make the choice every day to not judge any of these people harshly. They don't have any real alternatives and haven't for decades. And why do I say this? Well, the Democratic Party does not invest in rural America. It certainly does not in rural Illinois. And that's not going to change. You know, they're not going to change their strategy um, until something terrible happens here. And even then, it's unlikely to change. But I'm not going to give up on rural America. It's vital to the future. Not only Illinois, not only America, but of the world. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, and that's, of course, the whole reason why I started this project. You know, finally, let's get onto this blame gate. Onto inflation. So this was all in response to a simple comment on a local news article about U.S. inflation rising 8.5% in the past year, which is insane. I mean, that's huge. I don't even know how. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't even know how the many of these Democrats are going to survive in some of these swing districts, but um, and even some of the more safe ones, it's going to be difficult because they've got to get out there and, and have a pretty good uh, voter turnout if they're going to be lucky enough to survive. You know, so the same person commented just three words on a bunch of news sites all over the social media. And um, and that just shows you how easy the Republicans have it right now. You know, anger and outrage are really easy to just stoke. And it's even easier to spread 
It's an infection, really. So what are these words? Build back better. It shows you that a good, memorable, you know, brand, which, or a message, you know, can come back and bite you. Because people can remember it. And they remember when you fail. And that's exactly what happened here with the Democrats built back better, that second infrastructure deal. And it also shows that the inaction um, and also, you know, where you're obviously not making it work. You're not getting the job done and you're doing this openly can really come back and bite you politically. Because the other side can can frame that. They can label it. And everybody in their group, in their tribe, which in the case of Republicans, which is rural America, which is about 90 plus percent of the country's geography, that is the atmosphere where all of this stew is being made. So, that's what he said, build back better. And what was my first comment? Well, it was like, it was never passed, and you still complain about it as if it was. Well, I mean, that's accurate. Of course, I knew exactly who I was talking to. This was somebody I knew since I was a kid. Uh, and um, the guy, you know, was very snarky. He was like, might as well have been. Democrats ruin everything. A red wave is coming. And he's probably right about that. Yeah, so, you know, my way of communicating, he's not, I'm never going to get through this guy. Yeah, my, this is what I go. If you believe one side is to blame for anything, you don't know anything. Now, that's about as, you know, bipartisan statement is anything I could have ever said. But, you know, that's not going to work. Sure thing, Kevo. Why don't you run again and fix things since you're so smart? Well, <laughs> this is, you know, these retorts are so funny. This is what I said. Now, this is news. You know, you're Republicans running everything in Sullivan and Moultrie are dropping like flies. Losing taxpayer money because they can't file papers on time. Leaving their posts because they can't get ahead of their own Republican corruption. Anyone can look and see clearly why Republican-ran towns and counties are being driven into obscurity. It isn't Democrats. They're begging Dems to run again. Why? Because Republicans don't know how to do anything but tear fellow Americans down these days. You're a good example. And there you go. Now, that's some news right there, actually. Uh, people should look and see what's going on in their local uh, counties and local town government, because there's a lot going on. Right now, we have these ARPA funds. That's the American Rescue um, Act, you know, for the Democrats passed. Uh, in 2021, millions and millions of dollars that are being spent in their communities right now. I actually just watched four and a half million dollars be spent in 20 minutes in uh, Coles County 
on uh, Tuesday. And I think I was one of two or three people from the community that was there. The rest of them were all county employees. Imagine that. You're millions of taxpayer dollars being spent in your communities. And the phrase there in the county board meeting was that they were going to spend it on county stuff as opposed to uh, the people. Now, they may spend the, the rest of the four and a half million that they have, you know, waiting to spend on the people, but they'll, they'll see. They'll see. Maybe nobody will pay attention, huh? Well, so this guy, he goes like, good example, keep your perversions to yourself. Democrats have done a great job running the state with the toilet. Give me a break. Yeah, you know, so this is the the way these guys do it, right? They talk about perversions. They just kind of like just throw all this, they just try to throw all this twisted stuff in there to distract from not having one damn thing to offer. Not one positive thing. So this is what I say. Democrats just paid off the vast majority of state debt, are now paying the state's bills on time, as opposed to nearly two years behind. Yeah, it used to take two years to pay a bill. And we're now passing budgets with surpluses. Yeah, that's what we just did. Compared to under a Republican governor who couldn't pass anything. And that's not just his fault, okay? But it was Republicans that that voted to override his veto that saved lives. It really did. Um, like Reggie Phillips. Um, he would, he voted to override the governor's, Governor Rahner's veto. Saved lives. We racked up debt and we increased our debt service costs and cost taxpayers millions. Yeah, it's true. Look at every Republican-ran county and local government. Do any of you hold them accountable for results? Or do you just continually fall for this demonization politics that has you blaming someone else, somewhere else you can never vote for or against? Mm-mm. Now, it's kind of fun. Because, you know, this guy, you know, he's got the usual, you can't never reason with them. Now, that's the best bullshit I've heard all day. However you want to spin it, no one is buying you or your daddy. Governor J.B. Pritzker's bullshit. Give it up. Move to Chicago. No one wants you around here. Now, <laughs> number one, my dad's dead. He died from COVID. But um, number two, I do know who Governor Pritzker and he's a good guy. He's doing his best. And actually, I think he's done really well. And it's pretty tough. He's basically running this re-election by himself. It's tough. And I uh, must say, um, I didn't spend any of it. I can spend stuff, but I didn't spend that. Those are the facts. It's the Republicans that want to spend uh, what the Democrats have achieved, which is actually quite a lot. Quite a lot. Now, inflation is tough. But we didn't cause it. Not the Democrats in this state, that's for sure. So, let's keep going, right? So, this other guy chimes in. Democrats and liberal Republicans are the problem. Get rid of them and install conservative Republicans in this world would be a better place. Now, isn't it funny? Not even... Rep 
Republicans, liberal Republicans, I guess, are good enough. You've got to be in lockstep with these people or you're just not good enough. And I think this is it. These people just want followers. You cannot challenge them. And I've seen people scared to speak their mind and know the truth. And this is where I took off for a bit. I, this is where I went to this Coles County Board that I'm meeting that I've been talking about. Uh, so I went to my own county board meeting. I can't very well be talking shit about paying attention to local politics and not show up to the meeting across the street. Now, can I? And what a meeting it was. I arrived as they were starting and still didn't get to write my name on the public comment list. There were only two names and one of them was not even present. It was one of the more important Coles County board meetings to attend. They were rushing through a lot of spending for the county. All that Democrat-approved money for the pandemic came through for the county. For us, rural folks, $9 million. Actually, it's $9.8 million. What our county board decided to do was to spend half of the county board's wish list now and come back and think about spending it on the people later. <laughs> Guess which party controls our Coles County Board? You know it. 10 to 2, Republican to Democratic. I return to this debate on social media with this new bit of info. Having witnessed this money spent before my eyes, four and a half million gone like that. And no one really even there to witness it. The guy on the list for public comment didn't even mention it. What a shame. I couldn't even believe that. I couldn't believe he didn't even mention it. I mean, I honestly don't think any of these people could pay attention to anything. Oh, well. So, I come back. That's why all these Republican county boards are spending their Democratic past money instead of sending it back to the U.S. Department of Treasury, right? Coles County got $9 million that we're spending just now. Do you know what Moultrie's Republicans are spending their millions on? I bet it's not on utility rate relief. Now here, Moultrie received $2.8 million. Find your Illinois county below. I posted every single county how many millions that they received from the government only voted on by Democrats. Every time a Republican leaves the White House, they leave a financial crisis for Democrats to mop up while Republicans obstruct and criticize. We get it. All they can do is regurgitate the same simple policies. Just don't bother investing political money in rural America so they have no clue what's going on here. It's a travesty. Yeah. And then, of course, here's that second guy. He goes like, you got that backwards, fantasy boy. Democrats screw up this country and it takes a Trump or Reagan to fix it. Put down the pipe and come back to reality. And you see, they always go to some kind of personal animus, some personal insult, as opposed to actually refuting the claims that we have made. Hmm. Here's, here's the guy I know. You live in fantasy land. Give it up. And here comes somebody else. To my defense, if Democrats and states they control are so awful, why don't you just move to Republican-controlled state? Hmm. Well, they actually live in Republican-controlled areas, so is the, if they have any um, idea about how it is to live in a Republican-controlled area. They know it already. Yeah, why should they have to? I don't think anybody should have to move just because of their 
political stance, but that is happening more and more in our country. Um, and actually, it's liberals leaving rural areas in higher numbers than the other way around, just to be clear. And here's something very interesting. Why should everyone else be beholden to your political belief just because you disagree with them? It's very nice. And this is where I do a little reality check on Reagan. You have to really have been blind to what happened with Reagan. He talked all that good stuff. Absolutely. Did you see what happened to Decatur, Danville, Peoria, and every other manufacturing town? Plant after plant closed down. Shipped overseas. All those Reagan tax cuts didn't trickle down. They trickled overseas. Didn't care because you were getting paid. Most people don't care when they're comfortable. It's only when they have an agenda do they use things like inflation and gas prices to manipulate others to have amnesia. Both parties will never learn. You can't just go for a short, simple talking point that resonates with people because that's what works politically. At some point, you have to actually pay the bills. Make things work. Do the work. And stick around for the results instead of just come up with a catchy slogan people can easily repeat in their sleep. Yeah. I have had a long time to think about Reagan and the policies and this trend that we've been on, which has been lower taxes, uh, decreased investment in people and our communities, and as a result, what do you have when you take away water, food, you know, sunlight from a plant? What happens? It doesn't grow. It dies. That's what's happened to our country. Yeah, that, so here's this uh, guy. He's like, that wasn't his fault what happened to Decatur, Danville, and Peoria. That was the Democrats who controlled those cities. Now your cookies are ready. Run upstairs and put your video game down. See, the same bullshit. Some kind of narrative to demean and belittle. Not one solid reputation because they don't have anything. They just have the bullshit that they've been told their whole lives. But here I am again. That's not how business and manufacturing works. Funny you don't apply that same logic. You know, the logic that it's all the Democrats to blame, right, for those cities. Funny you don't apply that same logic to the Republicans running every one of these rural counties and rural towns. <laughs> Convenient your double standards are. Those companies made goods that were shipped and sold around the country and around the world. They picked up stakes and shipped the jobs overseas. Both parties sat on their hands, enjoying their tax breaks, while the middle class was squeezed out of existence. Yeah, who could blame politicians? How did the people watch it happen and not demand action. Oh, people like yourself had yours and didn't care if the people in those towns were screwed. You were fine. Well, if you owned a small business back then, you did know. And the, uh, one second, guys. I've got to plug this damn computer in. It's going to die, you know. I know, the little things. Um, and that's... Um, 
Who could blame politicians? How do the people watch it happen and not demand action? Oh, people like yourselves had yours and care. If the people in those towns were screwed, you were fine. Well, if you owned a small business back then, like my dad did, you did know. I mean, I watched it. I paid attention to my parents and their mood because it was a pretty good um, indicator of how my life was going to be. Um, you know, how's it going to feel tonight? How's it going to feel in the morning when I wake up? How's it going to be this weekend, right? Well, it affected me uh, when all the hell went down in Decatur and all the, the union busting and all that. It was not pleasant. It wasn't good for our community, which is about 45-minute drive from all of those um, those jobs. And a lot of people in our community work there. It's what generated our middle class. Yeah, and, and you know, and... They bought into, this is what everybody bought into back then, the blame the worker. And still watched for decades as jobs went south across the border into Asia. I always wondered, why did everybody blame the worker? Why would you blame people that have less? I've never understood it. I think it's because people are weak, honestly. It's stunning to watch the double standards. Somehow those people in control of those cities somewhere else are responsible for what happened for all time there. But the people responsible for my small town aren't. Are you serious? Of course they aren't serious people trying to seriously solve problems. They are the problem. They are in the way of fixing anything. And yes, when you start fixing problems, other problems pop up that no one anticipated. That's part of change. It's anticipated by any strategic mind designing a new system. It's called fucking logic. It's reason. I can't believe the fucking morons in this country sometimes. How fucking short-sighted they are. It makes me angry like it just did. You know, what was missing from the Affordable Care Act? You know, the passage of which was 12 years ago and celebrated by President Biden and former President Obama, the White House, a couple weeks ago. You know, was the what was missing was the usual legislative fix phase. That process never ends with major legislation, as anybody who's ever fucking known a goddamn thing about this stuff would have realized, right? But none of these people know shit about it. We need major overhauls of Social Security, Medicare, and immigration today because nobody's been fixing that stuff for decades because these people sit on their damn hands while they're afraid to change anything because everybody's so damn afraid in this country. Why are they afraid? Because the politicians are useless and clueless. And ironically... The Build Back Better contains a number of such legislative fixes for the Affordable Care Act. It reduces the premiums for health care by 600 a year for 9 million Americans. Now, 600 doesn't sound like a lot, but it is something. It expands Medicaid into the 12 holdout states that were so damn stubborn and against this country and their own poorest citizens that they said, no, we're not going to give them an option 
to get some health care. Two million would be able to enroll in those ACA plans without having to pay a dime in premiums. Of course, somebody will say, oh my God, it's not free. Well, of course it's not free. But goddamn, get some health care to people. Give them healthier. You know what will happen? They'll feel better. They'll be able to get some gosh darn break. A relief. You know, what? we'd be able to expand the premium tax credit as well. Which is a huge tax break for people who need it. We certainly won't be seeing any reforms like those if the Republicans take over the House and certainly if they take over the dang Senate. You know, I wasn't about to make any of those claims in any debate. It's just dead. Completely dead. However, they could bring up parts of the bill that don't exacerbate inflation. Right? There are parts of it that would probably increase inflation. And we can take those out. And they probably will. Because <sighs> they got to do something. Something popular. But what are the odds of Congress doing something that's both popular and necessary at the time it's needed? I mean, it's real hard. I mean, you've got to have people dying in the street, basically. You know. You gotta have people screaming at you. Why is everybody screaming at me at the bar for 20 minutes? Nobody did a thing. Not one thing. I just stood there and took it. Well, because I know I can. And they know I can. But, you know, it's this um, inability of those people to ever do anything different that gets so old, you know? It gets real old, guys. And I understand it's not easy, you know? It's not easy. It's a tough, tough world. So, we are going to uh, leave us with um, something interesting, right? Let's see. Um, <laughs> here's something. I think it'll be interesting. But um, I know it's been a difficult time for people, but I appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate every conversation I've ever had, no matter how awful. Um, but I yeah, am not going to give up. So um, enjoy this planet and enjoy your world. I will be uh, seeing you soon. All right. You were my brain. You were everything to me, everything with me. There's no reason